All right, so let's talk about what it truly means to become a successful entrepreneur. So to me, an entrepreneur is someone that is fighting for something. And what I mean by that is that they are actually exchanging things of value. So if you are out there, you're hustling, you're selling bubble gum on the streets and you're, you're buying it for 25 cents, you're selling it for 50 cents, that to me is entrepreneurial because you are trading value. You're, you're buying value from somewhere else and you're exchanging it for a higher value. So an entrepreneur is actually doing it. Because e even in my early days when I was doing it, man, it was a tough slog. Like I bought my company and it was a failing company and I did whatever it took. I was figuring all these things. I was running my head into a wall. Even at that moment when things weren't succeeding, was I entrepreneurial? I would say I was because I was at least fighting for it and I was fighting to make something happen. And slowly the wheels started turning and an entrepreneur, like if I, if I think about the traits, they have grit. They're gonna power through it, right? They can build teams. They can also delegate things out too. And they're starting to build systems on top of each other. They're basically able to level up over and over and over. And that's how the business gets bigger and bigger. Now, there are different types of entrepreneurs. We're talking about lifestyle entrepreneurs, but we're talking about software. There's all these different ones, right? It just depends on what you wanna become. But as long as you're out there, you're doing things, you're trying, you're exchanging value with other people, there's no way you're not an entrepreneur. All right, so we're gonna explore what it actually means to be an entrepreneur. Check out these next clips. If you shoot for the stars, it's okay, you land on the moon. So let's say you go for $2 million, but you haven't even made your first 500,000 yet. Well, you're gonna know why you weren't able to get there in the first place. If at the end of the year, you aren't able to digest or kind of dissect what went wrong and what steps you need to do to fix that. Well, that's why you need to set goals in the first place because if you're gonna set goals, then you're just gonna hit the new year and say, oh, oh yeah, we hit this number, on to the next year. You gotta have numbers to aim for. It holds you accountable and also holds, if you have people on your team as well, it holds your team accountable too. So you can ask important but uncomfortable questions. It's the uncomfortable stuff that makes companies grow. The gift that I've been given is insane curiosity. So I wanted to know how to do this other thing. Optionality is key, recognizing where potential comes and that requires a really sober analysis of where opportunities. If you think an idea is gonna be a billion dollar idea and you wanna dump everything into it, more power to you, but is it gonna derive revenue? I'm very much a cash focused guy. Is it gonna, is it gonna be able to pay the bills? Is it gonna be able to sustain itself? That's, for me, that's the inflection point. If the new idea can meet basic business stuff and you've got an MVP out, this is why the beauty of the MVP is so great, that we've got this idea that just get a product out there to see if people want. Because right. the second you've hit that, the rest is grinding. You're, it's less luck mm -hmm. once you've got the point that people are interested in your product. Failing, failing a ton. Everybody fails a lot. Everybody's had their failures, right? Elon Musk has had his failures in the past. He had a video gaming company that didn't work out, right? Mm. Everybody has had their share of failures. As a matter of fact, his company SpaceX, which uses reusable rockets that land back on Earth, it failed, it almost failed to the point where it had to shut down, right? But the last rocket ended up working for him. It's not magic, it's just math. If you wanna make a million dollars, that number can seem so large that it's like, that's impossible, right? I need to be some genius to do it. Actually, no, here's the math behind it. It's not magic, it's just math. And if you take something like a $50 product times three sales a day times five years, that's $270,000, you can also change those inputs. You can do a $50 product or a $100 product. You can do three sales a day or one sale a day. You can play with it, that's up to you. You're the CEO of your business. In business, you need, you need systems. 
Number one, choose a very clear objective that's measurable in your business, right? Like I wanna make this much money, I wanna help this many customers, I wanna do this much revenue, whatever it is, or this many email subscribers, or this many views, or I wanna like hire this many people, whatever it is, I don't care. And then you just have to like have some plan on how you're gonna get there. Hard work all the time, seven days a week. Um, but what I do try to do is focus really on my list and my priorities and I'm getting better and better. I always make sure before I go to bed that I've set up my day for the next day so I know what I'm locked into for meetings and for tasks. I try and get up really early. It gives me a couple of hours head start ahead of everybody else that I work with and certainly a lot of our partners. And I can knock off so many of the emails and tasks and admin and follow up that needs to get done and it's like gone out of the day. The end of day, I mean, I do always work a little bit later than everybody else because what that allows me to do is at the end of the day, do the same routine that I have in the morning and that shut down things properly, get myself organized, refocus on what the priorities are, remind myself that shiny objects can not get in the path every day that I've got to hit a couple of the big goals and uh, hitting big goals takes time. Yeah. Key takeaway number five, I mean, every single successful person that I know, not just entrepreneurs, has good habits. And I could just tell who's successful and who isn't just by looking at their habits. Think about the decisions that you make, right? And so this, I, I was thinking about a friend recently and um, there's just a series of decisions that have led to kind of where he is right now. And I'm like, man, like, you know, every single decision you make, whether it's who you go work for, like, because who you go work for might, might cause you to go move somewhere. Right. Um, and who you decide to marry, that's a big decision as well. And you know, all these little decisions, uh, or, or, you know, if you decide to start multiple businesses at the same time, like at the time, it seems like an innocent little decision, but what happens is you start to make all these decisions and it's like, you know, you wake up in the morning, you decide, Oh, you are too lazy to go work out you're too lazy to take care of your body. You, 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 you eat unhealthy, right? Like all these little decisions you make are compounding, right? Like people talk about compounding interest all the time. It happens with your life too. So you want to have good habits and you want to be able to establish, um, you want to be able to establish the right habits. That way you can, you can have good results at the end of the day. A couple things I do that help me prime the day before. And some of the stuff is like woo woo, but it does actually help. The way to get a best start to your next day is actually planning the day before. So always the night before, I'm always coming up with my number one. The number one is usually my, my number one thing that I wanna do. As long as I get that one thing done, so for example, today's like shooting a ton of videos, like walking around downtown LA, that, that is my number one. Like if I get that done, I'm happy. It's not about having a bunch of tasks, having a laundry list of things to do. Uh, some people call them STDs, stuff to do. You can also call it, you can replace the S. You don't wanna overwhelm yourself that way. You wanna make sure that you're focused and, and doing the one thing that matters. And I recommend reading that book, The One Thing by Gary Keller. When you put your back up against the wall, success for me, success was the only um, the only option. Failing was not. And when success is the only option and you have to make it work, it's amazing how your brain and your eyes, they open up and they see opportunities, they see things that you wouldn't normally see when you have that cushy job. Yep. When you have to make it work. And, oh, here's the other thing. It always takes two to three times longer than you think it's gonna take to actually start generating revenue. I would say like my uh, number one rule for success and, and uh, plug, I just did a video on this, is progress over perfection. It's about um, finding ways that you can get stuff done, get it launched, get it out there, and then gradually improve it over time rather than having this perfect business model or this perfect YouTube channel or whatever it may be. Done is better than perfect, right? Exactly. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed this. Uh, let me know what you think and uh, we will see you tomorrow. And don't forget to watch the next 